Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Clemens Hoffman. Each week we will discuss tools, tips, and ways to radiate your best life ever interviewing practitioners, authors, and luminaries to help you on your path. Wellness, joy, peace, abundance. What do you want to radiate? Hi, we are radiating health today with Donna K. Kelly of DonnaKKelly.com. Donna is a reformed pharmacist and expert in nutrition and functional approaches to health and wellness. I saw Donna speak at an event not too long ago, just earlier this summer, and was very impressed by her message of regaining health after a, 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 sel- a setback, really, a personal setback, and was able to regain her health through nutrition. It has really just blossomed ever since then. Thank you, Christy. <laughs> yeah, certainly. Well, welcome, Donna. Thank I'm you. so happy to have you here. So tell us a bit about what the, what it is that you do. How do you help people to regain their health and just optimize their bodies? Right. I am actually an integrative nutrition health coach. Oh, good. That's yes. the whole title. And yes, food is very important. You can't yes. probably regain or promote your health without the right kind of food. Right. But food is only part of the story. Right. If you don't sleep well, then yeah. eating well is not going to be enough. No, in fact, you eat more after you've had oh, more sleep. Absolutely, because right. you're trying to get energy. Exactly. Right. Absolutely. Uh, you need to control stress. Right. You not control. eliminate it. Exactly. Control it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, there's movement. Right. I'm not saying exercise. That has such a negative connotation. It does. But movement. And it just has to be movement. Right. Build your day around movement. Uh, maybe a standing desk, taking a walk, cleaning the house, doing the laundry. <laughs> that sounds and great. It's, it's all yeah. just movement. Right. Oh, I love that. We do not have to be at the gym doing, you know, cardio all the time. Right. I just know I movement. hate that. Right. Right? Uh-huh. Okay. And then you've got to have loving, supportive connections in your life. Absolutely. Friends, family. Yes. Right. right. And so all of that supports a person to have optimum health. Right. That's the integrative aspect. That is the integrative. And so tell us a bit how you got into this. You have a story. <laughs> yes, I have a story. Um, well, like you alluded to, I, I was a pharmacist. I practiced pharmacy. Um Probably forty some years, the oh last yeah, the last twenty years in acute care psychiatric facilities. Mm-hmm. But my story is that um, my right leg always hurt me, always hurt me. I was probably forty 
before I thought, you know, I bet you not everybody's right leg hurts them. Um, and so I went to a chiropractor, and they were able to help me for probably about five years. Mm-hmm. And then that, you know, was not doing as well. And, of course, the primary care physician said, well, you just need to take ibuprofen. And as a pharmacist, I know that ibuprofen every day, you're going to raise your risk of stroke. Don't think I want to go there. Raise your risk of heart attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, damage your gut. And I was already at this point living on Prilosec every day. And I knew that was no good. But when you're in right. pain, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And, of course, it can damage your kidneys. Right. So I thought maybe I would like my kidneys for the rest of my life. Right. So I thought, well, you know, I really don't want to do that. But I was getting to the point where I wasn't sure I'd be walking much longer. I was already having the lamp. Uh, finally, the chiropractor took an x-ray and he said, Donna, I see nothing here. You can look. They're, they're both the same. I don't know why you've got this pain. And so I thought, well, I will try some of this nutrition stuff. I really don't think it's going to work, but it can't hurt me. Now, where did you get the idea to try this nutrition stuff? Ah, so in all of my training, you know, you've got to keep going to school as a pharmacist. Um, I had actually gone to a seminar uh, from a naturopath, Mm -hmm. uh, how food affects mood. And so since I was psychiatric, I thought, well, I'll go to that, you know, and it was good. Yes. I, I could understand what she was saying, and I right. could appreciate that to uh, some extent. She talked very much about the quality of food. Right. And I thought, well, I don't eat rotten food. What does the quality mean? Right. So when I was on my healing journey, the first thing I did is if I was going to eat beef, and I didn't eat a lot of meat at this time, um, it would be grass-fed beef. Okay. That's right. kind of easy. And it's simple, right? That is simple. It's labeled. Right. You can buy it at Aldi's, at Hy-Vee. Right. I mean, it is, you it's, are able to find that fairly easily now. And that's an easy change to make. So as I'm cooking this, I thought, you know, those fats are a different consistency than the fats in a conventional That's interesting. And I thought, you know, if my eyes can see a difference, what do my cells know? Oh, my gosh. Okay? Right. That's the only change I made. And after 50 years of leg pain, I am pain-free in one month. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yes. I mean, it's a huge and very quick shift. Okay. Wow, that's just that one simple just, change. Just one simple change. And so I, okay, perhaps <laughs> this is getting off topic, but I it, that begs the question, what is in conventional beef that was causing you pain? Okay. Uh, conventional beef um, currently in the United States, um, they are raised in confined animal feedlots. Oh, yes, terrible. They are... Their motion, movement is restricted. They're probably standing in feces that are high. And so they're getting antibiotics all the time. Right. To keep them alive. They're getting growth hormone to make them bulk up fast. They're not eating grass, which is their right type of diet for their species. They're eating corn because it makes them get fat. 
goodness. So corn is omega-6. Mm-hmm. It is inflammatory. Or it, the grass-fed beef is eating grass, which is omega-3. Oh, and they're probably out on the, the range. They're being grass-fed and out. Right. They can't, yeah. don't usually get grass when right. they're confined. Right. Right. So that meat mm-hmm. is actually healthier. Mm-hmm. So the next thing I did is I uh, tried a farm-raised chicken. I boiled it. Is this easy? Easy. Yes. I mean, we talk about, I love these easy changes. Very easy. But when I had this chicken, and I put it in a pot of water, you know how when you boil chicken, you get all that scum on the top? Oh, right. There's no scum that comes. (laughs) I thought, oh, this is really interesting. That is very interesting. And so you know how you boil a chicken until it falls apart? Right, right. A farm-raised chicken will not fall apart because its tendons are healthier. They don't fall apart. So would you prefer to have your body with the nutrition of a bird that is so healthy that it doesn't fall apart? Right. Possibly, yes. I would say so. I'm (laughs) thinking, what do I have in my freezer right now? And that's fairly easy now to find. All of this is. is getting easier and easier and easier to find because people are getting on to what huge shifts it makes. Right. Well, and we drive demand. And when that we is buy true. those things. Vote with your dollar. Vote Absolutely. with your dollar. Yes. Do your research and buy from reliable and responsible producers. Right? Yes. And if you can mm-hmm. do it locally, then your carbon oh, yeah. footprint is less yes and it doesn't have to be shipped as far so it's fresher so your produce when it is local Mm -hmm. you can find out if it is uh, organically Mm -hmm. produced because then you have less glyphosate oh which is very toxic not only to your mitochondria in your cells which are the powerhouses of your cell Mm -hmm. but it also makes your gut leakier it opens up the tight junctions in your gut so that you can absorb larger molecules is and that is not what you want to do yeah so you can get autoimmune diseases and uh, Hmm. yeah all kinds of things so interesting (laughs) yeah okay very interesting so you made these shifts you started to notice that you were decreasing in pain made the correlation and energy went straight through the roof that's amazing and so i thought well as a pharmacist, my license does not allow me to tell people to not eat sugar. Right. If you can believe it or not. I can tell you to take metformin. And then, you know, as a pharmacist, we have large algorithms on treating diseases. Um, so, you know, if you uh, have high blood sugar, we're going to probably start with metformin. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we're going to have to raise that that dose eventually, and then it's not going to control your blood sugar, then we're going to have to go to uh, gliburide, and then probably that will quit working after a while, and then we'll have to go to insulin. But when you address the body, the whole mm-hmm. body, at a cellular level, wow, then the cells are healthier, mm-hmm. your tissues are healthier, your organs are healthier, you're healthier. You cannot be sick if all of your organs are healthier. That's right. I mean, that's just how it goes. And, you know, it may have taken you 
40, 50, 60 years to get to a disease state or a symptom that is really nagging you to a point that you're aware of. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. But, but you can reverse it in a month, three months, six months. That is phenomenal. And you don't have to do it all at once because that's True. overwhelm. That is overwhelm. And we do not want overwhelm. No, because then there's no compliance with that. Right. And it's too hard to do just little baby, baby steps in the right direction. I love that. And then as you get feeling better, mm -hmm. which was my case, it was like, oh, well, what else can I do? Mm-hmm. So, and then it just starts snowballing all in the right direction. Yes. Yeah. And so now you practice completely different. In oh, <laughs> there's an understatement that's an yeah, understatement yeah. so what other changes did you do in your approach and how did you get started being a, a coach how did that all come well about? i went to um integrative um nutrition in um online in 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 um, new york Right. Because I couldn't speak to people about not eating sugar as a pharmacist. Now, we hadn't even mentioned sugar. What does sugar do for you oh. and to you? Well, sugar is the main driver for inflammation. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm starting to put a lot of pieces yes. together yes. in my mind. Okay. And this, I will be honest, this was not, uh, and not that I was eating a lot of sugar. Mm -hmm. But sugar is in everything. That is produced, yes. Right. And so that's why you really don't want to eat processed foods. Oh, You yes. want to eat real foods, and mm -hmm. these are foods that are grown from the ground. Mm -hmm. That sure. are as clean as possible, meaning organically grown. Mm -hmm. But, um, so sugar is the number one driver of inflammation. Mm -hmm. And pretty much everything that we fight in our Western society is from inflammation. Mm -hmm. Arthritis depression, pain, um, arrhythmias, cardiovascular problems, high blood pressure, dementia. It's all got the root from inflammation. Oh, my goodness. So you take that sugar down, mm -hmm. and I, will, I tell my people, take it to zero. Oh, my goodness. Do not manage it. You cannot manage it because it is highly addictive. Absolutely. If you had a person that was alcoholic, you wouldn't mm -hmm. say, oh, just have one glass of beer a night. Mm -hmm. You would say, take it to zero. Mm -hmm. It's so much easier for you to control at zero because the cravings go away. I see. Very easy to look at a chocolate cake now and say, no. Don't really want that. I don't want it. Number one, I know what I feel like now. Eating that chocolate cake is going to take me in the wrong direction. But it truly, right. your cravings truly do go down, and your taste will change. Mm -hmm. Your tastes truly change. If, you know, when you first start on your uh, journey, you might decide, oh, well, it's a birthday, I'm going to have some of my favorite cake, and you will be surprised mm -hmm. that cake probably does not taste as good. And so that's another reason you can easily leave it aside. Right. I had a gentleman come to me, and he was complaining of, well, he was getting a little tire around his tummy. Sure. But his main thing was his uh, legs were starting to hurt him, arthritis. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so I said, well, the sugar needs to go to zero. And, you know, he was like, oh, my gosh, you know. I said, yeah, take it to zero, and you will see a difference. And he emailed me after a week, and he said, 
do you really think that I can be more comfortable already? I said, oh, absolutely, yes. Absolutely, yes, I believe you are mm-hmm. more comfortable already. So he was more comfortable. He was more comfortable already. Just after one week. Right, one week. And going to zero on sugar is really difficult. I mean, even plain yogurt yes. has sugar in it. Right. Yeah. It's amazing. And it's the added sugars that okay. you are wanting to see. And the, the way our labeling is, mm-hmm. it doesn't allow us to see the added sugar versus the sugar that is naturally in the product because milk has sugar. Okay. Because but there's lactose. Of course. In it. Yes. Lactose and lactase. Yes. And so um, for the naturally occurring sugars, like in fruit. Right. And milk. Right. Are those okay for us? They can be. Um, it kind of depends on how hard you want to drive into a, a anti-inflammatory diet. Mm. Okay. Milk has casein in it, and so some people can not deal with caseins as well. Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of people will feel better off milk. Mm-hmm. And there is actually now an A2 milk. What is A2 milk? Okay, well, there's two kinds of caseins. There's casein 1 and casein 2. Okay. Our dairy cattle in the United States are casein 1. Okay. And they have a lower amount of fat because when we all wanted went on the low fat diet then we wanted milk that has already started with lower fat mm-hmm. okay so guernsey cows are a2 they have a higher quantity of fat okay. so when we went on the low fat diet the guernseys needed to go to hamburger and we all have the a1 type of milk okay. so a2 milk is actually out on the shelves i saw it this weekend on the shelves, and I'm waiting for A2 cheese. But a lot of people will will be better if they go to A2 milk or just eliminate it totally. Now, A2 milk, is it labeled as such? Yes. It It actually says, the the carton I saw says A, capital A, 2. And it comes in in plain, low-fat, and chocolate, <laughs> which I will tell you, you would probably be best health-wise, right. the full-fat plain. Plain, right. right. I'm trying to get my daughter to make some changes, yeah. and the sugar and the chocolate is her big thing. <laughs> it was my big thing. It is, I know. My thing is corn chips. I love that, and I know there's that... The corn is not good for you, and tortilla chips and salsa or guacamole. That's my thing. Um, so interesting. It's nice that you have this background in pharmacy so that you know the chemical compositions. Oh, yes. yeah. You know the body composition. So you have all that background mm-hmm. to help you do what you do. And so how did you start applying this for other people? Well, after I got my certification... Um in the integrative nutrition. In the integrative nutrition, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pharmacy at the hospital said, well, we really don't think you're interested in pharmacy anymore. <laughs> you're like, I think you're right. <laughs> yes. And so I now have a health coaching uh, uh, business. Right. And um, and I give talks around town. Uh, right. To help people even be aware that such a thing is out there. 
Right. Who's <laughs> ever heard of? I never heard of health coaching before. No. And it's kind of taking off now. Yeah. I mean, even hospitals are having health coaches. Right. And that seems so revolutionary to me. But, you know, I think what you said earlier about as a pharmacist, you're not able to say certain things. It's and not in my scope of practice. No, it wasn't. And it wouldn't be allowed. You know these things, but you can't communicate could, them. Yes, right? I could not say that. And as a doctor or any other type of you know traditional medical mm-hmm. person, you're not allowed to say certain things that you know are true. But a coach right. can say these yes. things. Yeah. Right? Isn't that a strange concept in our well. society? <laughs> you know, that doctors cannot tell you the truth. But a coach can. Right. Well, the whole thing is is the conventional medicine, and I'm not saying that they don't have their place. They absolutely do. You know, if you've got a stroke, mm-hmm. get to the ED immediately. Those people, mm-hmm. those drugs are going to save your life and keep you as functional as possible. You don't want to be paralyzed. No. You but don't. you don't have time then to go into coaching, but... My focus now is to help people live a pain-free, happy life with vibrant energy, never to have a stroke, never Absolutely. to have high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. All of this goes the right direction. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a, a, an example. I had a 94-and-a-half-year-old lady. <laughs> and a half. Yes. I love it. She says, I have lived it. Be sure if you tell my story, you have to add the half. So 94-and-a-half. <laughs> She uh, had come to my talks at uh, the Groves, which is a retirement uh, community, and she was really on to eating clean. She had, in the 60s, uh, gone and got allergy testing and uh, a lot of the food sensitivity testing in the 60s, which is nowhere near what it is now. Right, and that's pretty progressive for that time. And so she really improved her life and then you know in the 80s she kind of let it go she retired and her and her husband were traveling and you know life continues on well 94 and a half she had congestive heart failure she was on oxygen and she was having a lot of problems with fluid retention and that's why she had gone to the hospital because of the fluid retention Mm -hmm. so they pumped her through uh, full of um diuretics and and lowered that fluid and that was good and so she came back home and she goes well will you work with me and I said of course I'll work with you so we got looking at her diet and you know from a a standpoint of what we usually eat she was pretty good Mm -hmm. good for her but she was not eating salads why not she did not like the feel of the lettuce Okay. I can understand that. So we talked about this, and I said, but, and I gave her a list of the nutrient values in food. I said, you know, carrots are good, onions mm-hmm. are good, celery is good, but the greens have a higher nutrient value. And so she said, well, you know, I just really, I, I don't like to, to eat that, yes. it, it, to chew that much, it exhausts me. And so I said, well, how about I have a really nice recipe for spinach soup. And so it had uh, potatoes in it, onions, lots of garlic, which she loved. And then we just started with um, mainly lettuce. And then as she got uh, up 
not lettuce, pardon me, uh, spinach. Mm -hmm. But as she got where that tasted okay to her, then we would put in a little bit of kale also because kale is, you know, a little bit higher Mm -hmm. than even spinach. Yes. She got off of her oxygen. Oh, my gosh. Halved her diuretics and halved her blood pressure medication. That is astounding. That's at 94 and a half. 94 and a half. And she had success. That is amazing. So when I work with people, we look at everything and we talk. What can we shift? And then I ask their feedback. Is this something that can be doable? If it's not, then there's no need to go there. We need to make it where it will be able to be a shift that you are able to put into your life. I love that. Yeah. I had another client that came to me, and his cholesterol was high. And he had a lot of other symptoms, but the cholesterol thing was a a big deal. And when your cholesterol is high, your body is making cholesterol because something is out of whack. You are not in homeostasis. You're not in balance. Yes. Okay? Yes. It is not a statin deficiency. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So he came to me, and he started the program. And when I first start with a client, I like for them to go caffeine-free, off of alcohol, because we really want your liver to have a little bit of a reprieve. Sure. And, of course, no sugar. Mm-hmm. Well, he was not willing to do anything except work towards going caffeine-free. Okay, okay. You start where you are with That's what you've right. got. Well, he got down to caffeine-free after a month, and I think he's still caffeine-free because he felt so much better. Because if you are tired, if you are in adrenal fatigue, that caffeine is kind of going to whack those adrenals every time you drink it. And so if you pull it off, then you give those adrenal glands a little bit of a reprieve for them to rebuild. Yes. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. I was wondering what caffeine does for you. Yeah. Right. It's a stimulant. Of course it's, yes. And so a stimulant is a stimulant. You don't Mm -hmm. know, your body doesn't know, did you just drink a cup of coffee or did you have a lion almost get you? (laughs) Exactly. You keep the adrenals in that state of fight, flight, or freeze. Right. 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 And they, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Wonderful. And so what types of, of things do you look at when you're when you're coaching someone? You mentioned cholesterol and some of these other markers. So how do you go uh, about it? Where What kind of tests do people need to have? Do you direct those tests? Do you have them order them? How does this work? Okay, when I have a client come in, I take a full health history. Mm-hmm. This goes all the way back to how they were born. Vaginally, were they breastfed? What was the um, health of your mom and your dad? Mm -hmm. That is impacting you from the moment you were conceived. Oh, my goodness. (coughs) So, we look at traumas. Physical, emotional, mental traumas that you may have had. Mm -hmm. We look, and I give you like five pages of symptoms that you might be having. Wow. (coughs) Pardon me. So, when we get all of that, we see some healing opportunities. And then I suggest um, some um, caffeine-free, sugar-free, and uh, alcohol-free. We'll see what we can shift there. Um, 
working with one client who she hasn't had sugar for probably two years, um, feeling much, much better, but really has about 10 more pounds that she would like to lose, but just not being able to shift anything. So we did a mycotoxin test on her, and she has mycotoxin. What is that? Well, that is a product from mold. Okay, and right. about half of the buildings that we reside in, work in, live in, have water issues mm -hmm. or have had water issues. So those buildings might have mold, right. which are throwing off mycotoxin, and you breathe it in. So uh, sauna, uh, charcoal, um, optimizing glutathione, hypothymol okay. uh, glutathione, so that you absorb it a little bit better, and. We'll retest in probably six months, a mm -hmm. year, see if those are dropping. But um, we don't have to do lab testing. I can offer that to them as a right. pharmacist. But we can take just a regular CBC and a metabolic profile that you probably have from your regular physician. Right. Yeah, and we would look at that from an optimal perspective instead of a normal perspective. Interesting. Tell me the difference between that. Okay. If you look at a picture from the 1960s, you will probably see that most people are very thin. They are. <laughs> right. In our population now, we are not. And it is because our, not only our food, but our entire environment is so toxic. Mm -hmm. And it influences our bodies. Right. Okay? So... If you looked at just liver enzymes, the ASL and the ATL, currently those normal values are in the 40s. Right. Optimum is in the 20s. Mm -hmm. And I heard a physician speak just a couple of weeks ago, and he was saying in the 1970s, the normal value was in the 20s. Oh, my goodness. Because lab testing... Right tests for people that are probably looking to see if you've got a diagnosis, mm -hmm. people that are going to surgeries, mm -hmm. and those normal values will move per lab, move per region. Oh, true. Yes, it is not quite as nailed down as one would think. So we would like to look at them from an optimal value. Right. Because if you can keep moving your labs towards optimum, yes. then those cells are getting healthier, and you will be healthier. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. So, and, but there's functional tests. You could, we can see uh, cortisol levels, which is just a sure. saliva test, because mm -hmm. stress really does impact our health, all right. in a negative way. Right. It makes it so that we're not making our... Uh, sex hormones as much. Mm -hmm. We're diverting everything into making cortisol. Oh my goodness. So we don't make the sex hormones. So right. you have fertility problems. Right. You have uh, estrogen dominance. Mm -hmm. It all goes the wrong way. Oh my god. Vitamin D levels. Yeah. Normal is like 40. Uh -huh. uh, optimum is 60 to 80. Because we're never outside. Right. Yeah. So outside. without knowing these optimal values then you don't, you know, you're normal, but you're the, you're as sick as everybody else. Yes. <laughs> you 
would like to be healthier than everybody else. Right. I don't know that I want to be normal among the general American population. That's right. That is right? a true statement. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. And, you know, and I have to think about the what they call the standard American diet. The it's sad, sad diet. diet. Right. Right. I think there's a reason for right. that. Mm-hmm. Good. So you look at just soup to nuts, A to Z, and mm-hmm. then some in a person. Right. And so what do you think is the most common thing that people need to change to optimize? Well, you, you first start with the diet. Right. Because you've got to get the nutrients in. And when I talk to people, I say when you decide on what you're going to eat, is it price point? Mm. We don't like to spend a lot of money. Right. We like it to be inexpensive. Right. Is it convenient? Mm-hmm. Are you going to just catch it on the way home? Right. Uh, do we ever consider what your cells know? Or is it just totally convenience, price, what I feel like eating? Mm-hmm. Social um, pressures, you know, all my friends are going out to have pizza. I'll go have pizza. Right. And with nutrition and all of this, it isn't 100%. You don't have to never go out for pizza with your friends. <laughs> Good. That, that's great. Yeah. Good to know. But you do need to balance that right. with some nutrition. And obviously, the greens are the highest nutrition. Yes. Uh, and w- you talked a little bit about fruit. Is that good for us? Right. It's good for us, but let us yeah. put another spin on it. Okay. Okay. So fruit, whole fruit, does have nutrients. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, but it's also got fructose. Okay. And fructose is very detrimental to your liver. Good to know. So in a natural environment, mm-hmm. natural, let's think 500 years ago, or even 200 years ago. Even 200 years ago. You would have had to have eaten local. Right. And you would not have fruit every day of the year. True. You would have a few berries in the spring mm-hmm. and some fruit in the fall. Mm-hmm. But it would not be all through the winter. No, right. So, you know, to say, I have currently dropped fruit out because I'm wanting to go a little bit deeper. So it's not like I never have it. Right. Like when the watermelons were local, I had watermelon. Right. So I try and stay more local in my focus on what to eat. Because yeah. if it is available locally, I know then that I'm not going to be able to overeat on it because... For Christmas, I'm not going to have watermelon. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of silly to expect to have watermelon year-round, and yet we've come to expect that. We do. We mm-hmm. abs- And we think we should have an orange and an apple every day. Right. But that's not really natural. No, it's not. No. Oh, that is so interesting. Yeah, so that's just a different way of thinking about right. it. So, you know, if you are able to eat fruit every day and you've got your health where you want it and your labs are excellent, okay. There you go. That's But what we you want, may right? get to a point where your body can't handle that much fructose. I understand. That is but the amazing. fiber is also very, very important. It yes. comes with that whole fruit. True. Because it is feeding our microbiome. Yes. And our health really is dependent upon our microbiome mm-hmm. because it is going to help assimilate the food that we eat. Right. And it's also going to make good neurotransmitters for our for our brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So how do we solve that dilemma? During the winter, we don't have a lot of things that are available. That's true, but you would have greens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And um, the greens would probably, and nuts mm-hmm. would be available. Right. Uh, beans are dried. Mm-hmm. Now, I will suggest to you that it's best to eat organic beans. Why is that? Because of the glyphosate load. And tell me about glyphosate. I'm not sure I understand what that is. Glyphosate is a pesticide, an herbicide. Okay. The, the one that is used the most in the United States. Is Roundup, it's right? It's Roundup, right. And it is. it was used as a chelator for cleaning out pipes. Oh, so it chelates, chelates to your minerals. Do you think that that's important for your body to uh, have use of its minerals, or do you want it chelated? No, yeah, that is that is impressive. Right. Interesting. And it is also uh, an antibiotic, so it's killing bacteria okay. and fungus. Okay? So it does it right. by the shikimate pathway, and this Roundup Monsanto, right. who is now Bayer, says it's the shikimate pathway. Humans don't have shikimate pathways. That is a true statement. Mm-hmm. However, your microbiome is bacteria, and that does use this shikimate pathway, and your health depends on these gut bacteria. I wish you could take that message and blast it out. Yeah. So your gut health depends on organic. On, right, on organic foods. Right. And the three heaviest pesticide... Wheat, they actually spray Roundup on wheat right before it's harvested. Oh, my goodness. So that it will dry, and they can get the wheat grains and remove the chaff. Mm-hmm. So it's got a high glyphosate level. Oats, if they're not organic, high glyphosate. And oh lentils, goodness. which would be beans, uh, lentils, legumes. Legumes, yeah, right. They can have a high glyphosate level. So it's important so, to get those organic. Organic. And here's the good part. Good. Okay. Yay, there's a good part. Oh, there is lots of good parts. <laughs> the Environmental Working Group, EWG.org, mm-hmm. has has what they call the uh, clean, the dirty dozen. Oh, the dirty dozen. Right. Right. And so every year they will test for the highest pesticide load in produce. So that's every year. Every year. They test it. A a new set. Uh And it does not change much. And you will notice that apples is one of the ones. Oh, it's difficult to grow apples. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, But if you eat organically on just Just the dirty dirty dozen, Mm -hmm. and maybe if you can get to organic on oats, Mm Mm-hmm. And um, watch how much wheat, yeah, mm-hmm. organic would be best. Mm-hmm. And uh, then your beans, eat organic. After just one week, it is felt that your glyphosate load will decrease by 92%. Mm-hmm. So you see, your body is constantly shifting. It is it is right. really trying to keep you upright. And it does a wonderful job. Right. So you support it just a little bit, and you will just be amazed at how much you can jump up. That's great. Yeah. That, this sounds really optimistic. I it's some, very optimistic and right. getting easier all the time. Easier all the time. Easier yeah. all the time. How does somebody get this little wallet card? Oh, well, if you go to ewg.org, uh, I think you just have to give them like a $10 contribution mm-hmm. and uh, 
they'll send it to you. And I see there's something on the other side. Can you yes. talk about that? Well, this is the Clean 15, so avocados, sweet corn, not regular corn, sweet corn, but we would eat sweet corn. Right. But your chips, your corn chips, yeah, yeah you might have quite a bit of glyphosate. Oh, yeah. that's terrible. And they might also be genetically modified organisms. I really try yes. to avoid genetic modification. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, and I do want to circle okay. back to that. Okay. But so the Dirty Dozen, Clean 15. Mm -hmm. I love these little mnemonics. It's easy to remember. Mm -hmm. You just have to find the list. But that's that's right. easy. Yes. Dirty Dozen, Clean 15. And you don't even have to give them a, a uh, contribution. It's on their website. That's so, fantastic. Yeah, you don't have to support them. Good. Well, let's circle back to the genetic modification. Oh, yes. What, I know it's bad. Yeah. I try to avoid it, even right. in gum. Yeah. It's hard. I love gum, and it's hard to find gum that's not genetically modified. But thank goodness they actually say on the back in the label, mm -hmm. in bold type, but still pretty small, created with genetically modified organisms. So, mm -hmm. so what does genetic modification do to us? Okay. So glyphosate, when you spray it on plants, mm -hmm. it will kill them. So they had to genetically modify that plant so it could be Roundup ready. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So those plants are genetically modified to accept and not die with Roundup. Mm-hmm. So that plant, the nutrients in it, that is altered a little bit. And since everything about us is kind of a lock and key type of situation, exactly. since we are from <laughs> hundreds of thousands of years ago, we don't, that's something new to our environment. And we really don't know what to do with that really well. Yes. Yeah. So that's another thing that would not be nourishing us to the point of non-genetically modified organisms. Right. But a genetically, but even if the product is not genetically modified, mm -hmm. unless it says that it's organic, it could still have glyphosate on it. Right, because of cross-contamination. Well, actually, if it's if it doesn't have genetically modified organisms, mm -hmm. not GMO, it can still have glyphosate or, or pesticides. So you would really like it to say organic, right? if possible. That's the highest standard. That's the highest standard. Yeah. Yeah. And here again, it's a continuum. You're it not is. going to have to do it every day for every product. Mm -hmm. You just start putting in the little shifts. Right. I start to worry when regulations are being loosened about what is organic and what is not and what can be sprayed on crops and what cannot. And, you know, these type of regulations that really were set in place long ago to keep us safe. To at least let us be able to make a choice. Let me choose. Right. Absolutely. We just have to hope that, um, that those regulations mm -hmm. stay there because, you know, if you're only pro-industry, mm -hmm. then those may go away. And right. we really have to hope that that does not happen. Right. We need to be pro-human. Right. If your entire population is sick, what good is it going to be? And Absolutely. obviously, when you're looking at one in three probably having dementia, that's a huge cost. If you could just wipe that out, look how much more money the government would have. Absolutely. Yeah. So health is kind of like the building block. It's, you know... And food be below yes, that yeah. is a building block. Right. Absolutely. We have mm -hmm. to have clean and safe water and food. 
And air. And air. Well, that too, <laughs> yes, of course. Right? Yeah. So, and the industries are not going to do that themselves. No, but they can be incentivized. True. They can be incentivized. Yes. Because right. that helps everybody then. Mm-hmm. Everybody. And we can demand things. Right. Like, for example, I will not buy Nestle water. Because I don't believe their practices are sustainable That's a good or thing. Yeah. helpful for humans, detrimental mm-hmm. to humans, some mm-hmm. of these, some of the practices of that company. So we can be informed and educate ourselves and read labels. My goodness, read Absolutely. labels. Yeah. And then demand organic, demand things that are healthful. Right. If you buy organic, everybody will give you what you're spending your money on. Right. Absolutely. And that's, I think, why the grocery stores are having more organic because mm-hmm. people, people are looking for. They'll right. come and buy it. That's what they yeah. want. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we see stores cropping up. Nature's, nature's, uh, what is it? Nature's, nature's Grocers. Yeah, nature's Na- natural Grocers. Natural uh-huh. Grocers, mm-hmm. Whole Foods, Sprouts, all of these. Yeah, places. some stores you have to read. They'll do conventional and organic. Absolutely. Yeah, you've got to read, but, mm-hmm. you know, you Got to be educated. But you have to be educated and you have to care. And you have to know. Right. In order to educate yourself right. and care. Right. So I love what you're doing. This is very invaluable. Um, what else? You know, I, I always subscribe to the adage, you don't know what you don't know. And so um, a lot of what you do, I am just not knowledgeable about. What if what, what have we not touched on? Do you think that's oh. important to talk <laughs> yes. about? Well, uh, you know... Just a couple of points. Uh, the plas- the endocrine d- um, disruptors that are in our environment, mm-hmm. it can be the, from the plastics that our food and water are in. So mm-hmm. if you can get away from mm-hmm. having plastics around your food. Um, also, the endocrine disruptors that are in our personal care products. Interesting. Uh-huh. And lead can be in your lipsticks. And again, Environmental Working Group, you can go out there. They actually have apps. Healthy Living. Yeah. You can just be at the grocery Mm -hmm. or wherever buying your makeup and scan the label. Now, obviously, they don't have everything on there, but they have a lot of information on there. And so you can just scan the product and it'll come up with a number. And it will tell you if that is a healthy choice or an unhealthy choice. And a lot of times they will give you the alternative product to buy that would be a healthier product. So, you know, your hair gels, right? your soaps, Mm -hmm. shampoo, conditioner, underarm deodorants. That's amazing. You probably don't want aluminum in your deodorants. No, I really don't buy anything that's antiperspirant. Right. Because that's not natural. Our body is designed to sweat. Right. Right? I don't want to stink, but I don't I don't mind sweating. So even in our personal uh, hygiene, uh, I've been I've actually been hearing quite a bit about that, that um, phosphates and laurel sulfate. Um, laurel sulfate. Thank you. Laurel sulfate. Um, those type of things. Are and even fluoride in your toothpaste. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so endocrine disruptors. So. I know what endocrines are, and we probably don't want them disrupted. No, because you want your body to be able to read those very minute hormones in your body. You want them to be able to read them correctly. Mm -hmm. So a disruptor can maybe uh, act like the hormone 
so it's too much in your body. Right. It can block the ability to read it. So the whole thing just gets really skewed, you know, not only the, the sex hormones, but mm-hmm. thyroid can get affected. Right. And that leads to weight gain. Of course. Yeah, so. Of course. But I know that nationwide, girls are reaching puberty younger and younger, mm-hmm. and I wonder if it has something to do with that. Probably so. Plus all of the hormones that go into milk and meats. Right. Right? And moms everywhere tell their daughters, drink your milk, it'll make you strong. But they don't really you know, know about endocrine disruption right. and how that can be... And how clean is the milk. How clean yeah. is the milk, right. Yeah. Right, so that has a huge effect and on everything. The endocrine system controls everything, everything. in the body. Everything, everything, yeah. Absolutely, mm-hmm. so we have to make really good choices. I love that app. That's, I'm all about, you know, I'm a busy mom, business owner. Mm-hmm. It's all about make it easy for me That's so right. I don't have to... Th- think too much about it. Right. There's two apps. There's uh, Healthy Living, that's EWGs, and Think Dirty. Think Dirty? (laughs) I love it. (laughs) That's fun. I can do that. Yeah. (laughs) And there's a lot of information out there. Right. We can take a lot of But when they tell you, give you a number, but then tell you the product that you could use instead, a lot of times the store will have that right there. That is so helpful. So mm-hmm. I don't know. want to know what not to buy, although that's good. But right. I want to know what I should buy instead. And, you know, you can see cans of food, and it will say BPA-free, and we all know BPA is a plasticizer that we don't want. Right. But, yes, it can be BPA-free, but the industry is not stupid. They only have to change BPA a little bit, and maybe it's BPS. Well, the testing hasn't been done on that. Oh, So right. really, any canned product yes. has a liner. Yes. It's because you don't want that food to taste like the, the, the tin. tin can. Right. Uh, paper plates. If you have a piece of paper and put food on it, you will... Right. It'll, it'll go, go through. through. So those paper plates have a plasticizer on them. Cups, styrofoam cups, the same kind of thing. You really want to use glass, if if possible, stainless steel. Um, Forks, you can find bamboo plates. Right. And bamboo forks. Yes. Yes. So there are, people are out there very willing to make products that you can buy that will keep you healthy. Yes. If you don't know where to buy that at, though, you know. Right. Or that it's even available. Or that it's available. You won't look for it. Right. I always think, oh, paper plates. I'd rather have paper plates over plastic or styrofoam plates. Right. Not even thinking that they could also have a plastic. They've got a liner on it. Right. Or else it would soak right through. Absolutely. That Mm -hmm. would make so sense. So much sense. So, you you know, we always think that, oh, we'll do paper, et cetera. We have to really do our homework. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Um... So, boy, we've touched on a whole bunch of stuff, how you got to where you're, do- where you're doing, what you're doing, your own health history, mm-hmm. um, success story. I love the 94-and-a-half-year-old woman. <laughs> what a doll. I hope to meet her one day. Uh, what we can do, and I love the steps that we can take to be healthier and mm-hmm. simple things that we can choose. Right. Right? Right. And the apps are wonderful. Um, I love how your background really sets you up to know what you're talking about. In terms of what's going on in our body. I think that knowledge really sets you apart in what you do. And so 
you can work with people immediately starting on having a healthier, more productive life. Right. And do you work with people at a distance as well? Right. Most everything is over the phone. That's Oh, that's great. Yeah. So they can go to my website. There's a little button there, and you can schedule your free 20-minute consultation. Yes. You say the time you want me to call, and I call you, and we talk about your goals. Yes. Good. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. Right. What do you want? And then when we talk about your goals, I just ask you, what things are you up to change? If you say, well, I really don't want to change anything, then there's really no need for me to work with you as a client. You have The client has to be ready mm-hmm. to start putting some changes into your life. Small changes, not huge. We're not up for huge. We're just going to show small shifts and eventually you're going to get a big change. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, of course, you could go to a classic, traditional, Western doctor. Mm-hmm. You could take a pill right. to try to and that, some of these and things. And that may mask that symptom. It may, but it may will mask it. Right. We're not going to build health. We're masking a symptom. Mm-hmm. Some people might be happy with that, but most people will know that if it's blood pressure, we're going to have to increase that and maybe add another one. It just keeps going. So we address cell health, and you reverse diseases and get healthier. And that's really it. And very quickly. I mean, it's just phenomenal to me to think after 50 years of leg pain, pain-free in one month. Right. Did you know what was causing it when you started making these shifts? No, not really. And I don't think a lot of times you know what it is. Mm -hmm. I think that is our traditional conventional medicine in us. Right. What exactly was wrong, I don't know what exactly was wrong. Nobody could ever find it out. Right. What did you do? Did you have a fall? Right. Right. What was wrong? I have no idea. Went to a lot of doctors, a lot of x-rays. Nobody could ever figure it out. Amazing. All I know is it's fixed. <laughs> I don't need to know the reason why. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> and now I don't have to take the Prilosec. My gut is healthy. My dry skin is gone. Oh, my gosh. And oh, yeah. Have... Energy through the roof. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're so vibrant. Oh, yeah. And so, always bubbly yeah. every time I see you. It's wonderful. Yeah. And so I would challenge anybody watching the podcast or listening to the podcast, think about what your body is doing now. Do I have energy? Do I get good sleep? Absolutely. Am I happy, healthy? Am I able to do the things I want to do when I want to do them with the energy that I have? Uh, Do I have pains anywhere in my body? And, um, you know, I've been very blessed to know you, Dr. Georgia Nab, other wellness professionals in this area. Um, And so... We're getting a bigger picture of what goes into having that health, healthy, vibrant life. And I so appreciate what you do and what you're able to bring to people mm-hmm. and getting the message out. And that's really what it is. So It's hope everywhere. Hope everywhere. Everywhere. So for anyone listening to this podcast, think about what needs to be better in your life and your health to be more vital. And then please share our information. Please share the word about everything we're talking about now and in this podcast. So thank you again, Dr. Uh, Is it still Dr.? (laughs) No, it's just Donna. Donna Donna K. (laughs) Kelly. 
terrific. So thank you, Donna K. Kelly at DonnaKKelly.com. Yes. And you can make a call and make an appointment with uh, Donna and talk about health and how you can get there. Great. Thank, thank you. you so much. It's been so much fun. It's been fun, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Radiate Wellness is a community of holistic and alternative healers and consultants based in the Kansas City area dedicated to helping you create spiritual, energetic, and physical well-being. To learn more about our practitioners, services, classes, and events, or to schedule an appointment, visit us at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. Do you ever feel that calling that you should be doing more with your life? If you're unhappy with the status quo, I can help. My name is Elias Patras, and I'm an intuitive motivator, psychic medium, and motivational speaker. I know that feeling, and on my podcast, Your Inner Voice, I can help you answer that call to step into your life's purpose. I will show you how to recognize and listen to the signs and signals that are all around us and help you tap into your intuition. Join me for the show here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's connect, educate, and grow on this journey together.